What's up, you guys, and welcome to Tending to the Badass Momcast. I am your host, Sheena, and first I want to say I'm sorry for the gap in the episodes. I um, needed a few days to kind of process some stuff. I've been back and forth in and out of town. And um, if you guys listen to episode four, you'll remember that my grandmother is ill and we are um, at the end of our days together. And I needed a few days to kind of get back on track. We had to set up hospice. We had to set all our final arrangements and do all the things that you need to do to help someone transition from this life to the next. And um, so I'm kind of getting back into things I don't want to. Um, podcasting is kind of like working out. Like you don't do it and it's like, oh, I'm not going to do it for like three months. <laughs> Which is kind of where I'm at with working out. <laughs> but I want to make sure that... Um, I'm giving you guys what you want from Tendon 2 and that I'm staying true to it. This is probably my favorite thing. I have done quite a few things over the last few years and I feel like this podcast is probably my favorite. Um, And aside from like this secret love for like professional pictures, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm a little too old to be calling it modeling, but modeling. Okay, that'll stay between us. (laughs) So, welcome to episode five. We are going to talk about balance. Balance has been something that I have had to lean on in the last few weeks and something that keeps coming up in different places. Um, My bishop talked about balance this week at church. And then, like, everywhere I go out, that's what I'm hearing about is balance, how to balance things in your life, your finances, all of the things. So we are going to just jump into it. Make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. We are available almost everywhere. So if there is something or somewhere that you uh, would like to see tend into, make sure to reach out. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at T-E-N-D-I-N number two also on instagram you'll see cool pictures of my boys and i the two intended uh, we recently took family christmas pj pictures so that was really fun you guys will see those show up um, in our christmas cards and our podcasts <laughs> um, little graphic thingy so yeah we'll jump right into it so balance and all the things that you need so we're gonna call this one tending to sheen so balance in order to know how to balance your life you kind of need to know what path your life is on or what purpose your life has so if we think about balance um the first thing i think about is cooking i love to eat and i love to cook And in order to cook something, you have to have like ingredients and each ingredient has a certain level of that specific ingredient, but um, that all together is called a recipe. So your recipe is your plan, but you even need to know like what meal you're cooking or what you have a craving for in order to sit down and make a meal. You just don't make something, (laughs) you know, like, oh man, like today when I got home from church, I said, okay, I want ribs. I want macaroni and cheese and I want kale. So I have a recipe for how to make ribs in the oven and they smell really good. So hopefully my timer doesn't go off (laughs) while I'm recording. And I have this awesome recipe for mac and cheese 
and this awesome recipe for sauteed kale. But I knew what I wanted. I knew what my purpose was. Dinner was my purpose in this situation. And I know that I needed a plan to do that. I can't make ribs if I don't know what ingredients I need. And I, they won't really taste good if I just throw some stuff at it. So in order for me to have a balanced meal today, I needed to have a plan. I needed to know my purpose. Sheena wanted this. This is the things that I wanted. This is what I have. These are the ingredients that I need. And we'll go from there. So first, find your purpose. Everything in life you do should be centered around your purpose, what you're here for, what you're here to do. For me, my purpose is like ingrained in my head. And Sheena's existence here on earth is to create a network that creates the cultivate creates that cultivates the creativity in others so they can share their gifts and talents with the world. And that shows up in so many different spaces. What is showing up right now is like operations. So I am very um, behind the scenes-ish type of person. I don't care too much to be on the front line of things. I don't care to be in the spotlight, but I do care that it runs very well and runs very smoothly and seamlessly and that we are able to attack problems um, very quietly. (laughs) Because problems happen. Like there's... That's part of life. Like problems happen, but, um, being able to have a plan and to be prepared for these things make the difference. So I, um, my way of cultivating networks is, you know, for a while I thought it was like showing up all these places, but then I found that I was just busy and that, was cool for a while because it's like you still built a network you still got these things done but I didn't have time like for myself or for the things that really really set into my purpose so I started to take a step back and say are the things that I'm doing aligning with my actual purpose like are they aligning with the things that support me creating the network that cultivates the creativity in others so they can share their gifts and talents with the world. Is that really what I'm doing? Or am I doing things to say that, oh, I'm busy? And I also went through like a hmm, like a really depressive slump where busy was my coping mechanism. So I found myself always doing something, always somewhere, always being a place, always at a event Or always, you know, participating in something for the sake of, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And you don't know that I'm crying my eyeballs out every single night when I get home. So that is something that I had to be aware of with myself was, you know, again, are the things that I'm doing aligned with the purpose that I have? And once I took the time to say, okay, Sheena, stop wasting your time doing all this other shit and spend time cultivating even your own creativity. I had to start with myself. Everything was, oh, let me align for everyone else. But, you know, my the biggest thing, my biggest lesson this season was get yourself together. We've been through therapy, right? (laughs) We have done the medication. We have done the prayer. We have a prayer closet. We have a planner. We have all the things that help me take care of myself and me understanding that I needed to cultivate my own damn creativity. 
because I was no good to anybody else without being good to myself. And it wasn't really fair to me. Like, I'm a damn good person. (laughs) I deserve me more than anybody else did or does. And now that that's something that I recognize, it's more of an honor to do for others because I am at my best when I'm with them or when I'm doing for them. So keeping in mind what your purpose is at all times, um, I kind of got to a point where it's like, oh, I need a nanny. Like I got this to do. I got that to do. I got this to do. I got that to do. I was picking up, you know, extra tasks and extra things. I was like, oh, I need a nanny. I need somebody to watch my kids when I am, you know, on the road or have an event planned or whatever. I didn't need no damn nanny. I needed to sit my tail down somewhere. It's really what I needed to do because all the things that I was spending my time doing did not matter to the purpose that I had set and the purpose that God had set for me. So hmm, probably four, four or five months ago, it's like what, November now? So yeah, like right at the end of the summer after my birthday, which is the end of July when I turned 36, because you know, I got to tell you guys every single episode. I kind of like withdrew from everything. I was like, none of this shit is like fulfilling me. (laughs) None of this is like mattering to me at all. And it's really stressing me out more than it is helping me. So what can I do to be less stressed the hell out? So I just kind of sat down. I cleared my entire calendar for the month of August and for the month of September. And I said, I'm only going to do things that support my specific mission. So that's where the podcast came from. That is where um, some intentional things, the Shimbala came from. And that is where I took time to implant weekends alone in my schedule. So I would use like the weekends that the boys go with their dad as time to like run the streets. Like, oh, I can like slam my schedule full of these things to support everyone never having any downtime so it was like there's no such thing as a weekend it's just like work 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 okay we're back to work okay work some more and that was killing me like that was a big part of my depression like I found myself not fulfilled and empty all of the time which is debilitating you cannot operate on empty. Nothing operates on empty. Zero. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Your car, if it runs out of gas, guess what? Your ass is stuck on the side of the road. If you don't pay your bill, if you, we have propane at my grandma's house. If we don't get propane, guess what? It's going to be cold because it's empty. You can't power things on empty. Another important thing that I learned along this journey was make time for yourself. And honestly, the most time that you make should be for yourself. As a mom, we want to throw our entire lives into our children. And that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to like live and breathe your kids. But I don't think that that is the best option because that kind of sets everyone up for failure. It burns you out as a mom. It sets an unreal expectation with your partner that says, oh, they can do everything. I'm just going to chill, you know, and I'll help out where she asks. But (laughs) if we never ask, they don't know they need help, you know, or that you need help. And then 
it doesn't allow your children to learn on their own. It doesn't let them make um, cognizant decisions or things that, you know, what we would call common sense. And I'm only saying this because this is how my kids are. Like, I wouldn't say it was a helicopter mom, but... I'm definitely, let me just do it because it'll frustrate me if I wait for you to do it. So I found myself doing everything all the time, all the dishes, all the everything. And I had to learn how to delegate in my own home, which was insane because I'm very much the believer. Like if you want something done right, do it yourself, you know, and that nearly took me out of here. Because I was even to the point where I was doing it and it wasn't right and it was killing me. So I realized like, okay, if I'm not even going to be able to put 100% into it, somebody else can do some of this shit. So my oldest son, he's 15, Jay is 15. And so he is responsible for the trash in the house. He's responsible for the dishes. And now he's picked up some of the cooking. So cooking is something that he enjoys. I don't make him, hey, are you going to cook? Well, I start asking him now, you know, hey, are you going to cook? Do you want to cook? We do HelloFresh. Um, so let, let, let's put it all here first, okay? HelloFresh is who I want to be my first sponsor. Uh, HelloFresh, if you're listening, I post my meals on my Twitter page. I'm going to plug myself as much as I can. You guys, tag HelloFresh and tell HelloFresh they need to be paying me, okay? So, while we're here, if you want to go to free HelloFresh, find me, okay? Find me on Twitter. Find me on Instagram. DM me. Let me know you listened, and I will send you a code for free or a free or something off. HelloFresh. HelloFresh is my favorite right now. We've also done um, another company by the name of A Color and a cooking, clothing, something. I'm not going to say their name because I don't want their sponsorship. (laughs) But HelloFresh is who we're after. So HelloFresh is my favorite at the moment. But back to the story. So I've been learning to delegate, even even with HelloFresh. Like I love cooking and I love finding new things to eat. But the actual process of like, let me find a recipe. What goes with what? Do I need to grocery shop? I don't want to do none of that shit. I'm tired. I got seventy thousand jobs, and I don't want to figure out what we're gonna eat. So we order HelloFresh, and they send. Um, we we do three meals a week. For one week of the month, if one day I will be able to afford every damn meal to be a <laughs> But today we do one week. So one week out of the month, I know that I can kind of chill on getting groceries. That is some time that I don't have to spend. And that is even a whole nother conversation. But um, he has taken on some of the responsibility that was mine in the house because he is getting older and that will translate to him being, you know, out on his own and working and having to come home and prepare meals and knowing that he needs to keep his house clean and those type of things without having to depend on someone else. So that has been one really hard lesson for me, but again, like balance meant putting myself first all the time. Again, because it goes back to if you have a full plate and you're not full, there's no balance. You being full, you being your cup, your mental health, your physical health, your satisfaction is number one. 
And that is the only way you're going to be able to balance all the other shit you have going on. Like I said, I'm a mom. I have a full-time career. I have a small business. I'm a partner at another small business. I am active in my church. I'm active in my community. And I'm one human being. Did I say that I was a mom? I think I did. You know? (laughs) Sometimes I forget all, all the things, you know? But in order for me to balance that, if you think about a scale, so think about all the shit that I just listed on one hand. If I'm empty, there's no way that that scale is even. Absolutely no way that I can hold up all of the other things that I have to do in my life if I'm not full. So I have to make sure that I'm giving myself 100% all of the time in order to balance everything else. Because if not, you're going to burn out and you're going to die. I'm going to be so real with you. Stress is the number one killer. Stress is the killer of everything. Your stress causes inflammation. Inflammation causes cancer. Stress. Inflammation causes so many autoimmune diseases. Stress makes cortisol, which makes mucus in your body. Like, I'm not a fucking Dr. Phil, okay? Or, you know, the doctors or whatever. Dr. Oz, but I'm telling you what I know for myself because this is something that I've been through with myself. A few years ago, I was diagnosed with sarcoidosis of the lungs. I wasn't able to breathe. I had like 70% lung function. And it was around a time where I moved my family from North Carolina to Virginia to save money to build this house that I really didn't care to build because I wasn't really, I'm still not like into building a house or owning a home just because it takes a lot of whatever. That's another episode. My grandfather passed away unexpectedly. I took on the weight of the world, it felt like, and my body just shut down. And that showed up in my, that shutdown showed up as sarcoidosis of the lungs. So basically what it did was it hardened, like it caused granulomas. (laughs) I think it's the word, you can Google that. I'm not going to tell you what it is. But it made my air sacs hard. So it made it hard for me to, my lungs to expand and contract. So I couldn't take in as much air and I couldn't let out as much air. So I was like choking all the time. I found myself wheezing all the time. I was short of breath for everything. Whether I'm going up the stairs, whether I'm going to the bathroom, those things made me shorter breath. So I had to completely change my life in order to accommodate this disease that was caused by stress, by me not knowing how to balance these things in my life. So I went on steroids, I gained a bunch of weight. And I was stressed all the time. I had to go to a pulmonologist. I had to do a biopsy where they collapsed my lung. Have you ever had a collapsed lung? That sucks. Having a collapsed lung sucks. Okay? I, you know, don't have the energy because now I'm on this medicine and all the things. And these are all things that could have been avoided had I put myself first. So I changed the game. I started I started an anti-inflammatory diet. I started hot yoga to give my lungs some real like exercise. And then I started exercising. I joined a gym. I lost some weight. And, you know, four years later now, I am, you know, no longer diagnosed with this disease. But it was only because I took the time to recognize where I was not balanced at, 
put in plan to balance myself and to stay true to that. So now I'm pretty much perfectly healthy. And that is not to brag, but that is to say you can reverse some of these things if you put yourself first. You manage that stress first. And in managing the stress, in balancing yourself, will come changing your diet, will come making better decisions for your health and for yourself. So all of those things will trickle down into now you're at a better quality of life because you took the time to put yourself first. Just say no. Say no to the things, the people, the activities, all of the shit that doesn't equate to you fulfilling your purpose. One of the hardest things for me was learning to say no. I had to learn to say no to even myself to say, okay, Sheena, you shouldn't be doing this. Or this doesn't help you align with your purpose. One thing that sucks is saying no to people you care about, especially situations that you have been an enabler in or you have even enabled yourself in a certain lifestyle. I used to party all the time. And that was what I learned from myself was like a crutch. Um, Something, again, like I had FOMO, like a serious life (laughs) of FOMO. Like, you know, fear of missing out for those who don't know what FOMO is. For my boomers that are listening, (laughs) FOMO, fear of missing out. But I even had to tell myself no. Um, The first place I started was I wanted to get my relationship with God in alignment. And in order for me to do that, I had to go to church. Like I had done all the things, you know, I repent, I pray, I worship at home, I read my Bible, I do all these things. But for me, for Sheena, being a part of a church was important to me. Uh, Being a part of something was very important to me. My worship, now that I am into it and following the path and being obedient, is service. So in order for me to serve, I got to get out of my house. (laughs) I got to leave my four walls every Sunday. So... Learning to say no to going out on Saturday nights was big for me, but I eventually didn't, I didn't care. Like, oh, I can't do it because I got church in the morning. I got church in the morning. I got church in the morning. (laughs) And it became very easy to where it's now I don't even like, I don't even, it's not a consideration anymore. It's not even a conversation because I've even like stepped away from like my club friends, like the people who I was surrounded by, that that was our lifestyle. And there's nothing wrong with that lifestyle, but you have to do what is best for you. You have to take the time to say, what do I really want? You know, outside of providing something for someone else, what is it that fulfills me, that satisfies me? And for me, that was being able to serve. And in order to serve, I had to give up going out late on Saturday nights, which I'm okay with. I'm 36 years old. My knees can't even handle being out that late anymore. Like now I'm down in the bed. We call it wash. We call it whatever. But I'm down in the bed with my clothes ironed, ready to go Sunday morning at 6 a.m. So I 
had to, again, learn to say no to myself. And therapy is huge. I'm never going to stop talking about therapy because it made me realize the things and the choices that I was making that really hid the depression that I had. And it hid the triggers that kept me bound in a lifestyle that was not conducive to my purpose. So again, getting back into church for me meant there are certain things that I can and can't do. I have quite the potty mouth and I have to tell myself, no, don't say that. No, don't do this. No, don't say that. No, no, don't be this way because I, it's my own conviction, not because like, oh gosh, people are going to judge me because I curse. Like, I think this, this episode is probably the one with the most curse words. And if you've known me in real life, like, you know that Sheena has a potty mouth, but that is something that I'm working on because it's something that I don't want to precede me. It's something that I want to be able to have a, a conversation with any and everybody. I, I, I mean, I don't look down on cursing, obviously, because I do plenty of it, but it's just a personal preference for me. Just like anything else, like some things just aren't for me and remind yourself of that. Like, let that be a ding in the, the conversation here. Like, it's okay to change. You do not have to be who you used to be. And uh, honestly, if you want to be new, if you want to do what you're really aligning yourself to do, you have to change. You have to put down some of the shit that you used to do because it's just not going to make sense for the things that you want in the future because that's not part of the recipe you can't make sweet potato pie out of pumpkins or apples you have to have the right ingredients to have a certain outcome so that goes back to part one where we had to know our purpose in order to know where we were going you just don't get in the car and go you know where you're going when you you go okay i'm going to church I'm going to put it in my GPS, but you have to know where you're going to put it in your GPS. You just can't put somewhere over the rainbow in your GPS. You have to say, I'm going to church. And for me, it's Mount Zion. So I put that in my GPS and off we go. And then eventually you get so comfortable, you don't need to put it in your GPS. You just go and you're there because it's now it's a habit. Now it's a part of your life to where that wasn't something that was the case before. You needed direction. You needed guidance before. But you made a decision to change it. You took the time to learn the recipe. Like now I don't need a recipe to make mac and cheese. I did at one point because I wanted my mac and cheese to taste a certain way. I wanted it to feel a certain way. So I had to learn how to make it. And in learning, I had to, you know, get a recipe. I had to try it. I had to practice. I had to make nasty mac and cheese. But now (laughs) my mac and cheese is the best. So keep that in mind. In order to be different, you have to do different. You have to change. There is absolutely nothing wrong with change. Absolutely nothing. Change is better for you than anything else, especially if you're making any strides to do more than what you're doing. Hell, if you want to do less than what you're doing, you still have to make a change. You still have to alter something. So say no a little bit more to the things that don't align to what your plan is and learn where to say yes, because sometimes you're going to say yes. Sometimes you don't want to say yes. Sometimes saying yes is scary. 
And it's like, sometimes you have to say yes to shit you don't know that you're doing. Like, oh, can you blah, 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 blah. Yeah, sure. I, I, I'd be more than happy, happy to. So, for an example, I did makeup for a wedding a few weeks ago. And things kind of panned out to where I ended up taking, like, the birdcage and the um, something else, whatever, from the church to the reception hall. And wedding planning is never something that I thought I would do, but it's always been something that's very interesting. And basically, it's like operations. So here we go again. You know, your purpose will make room for you. Never forget that. Once you align to do the things in your purpose, it will make room for you, whether you walk it or not. (laughs) So I take this birdcage there and it came out like, and one of the wedding plan, the wedding planner was someone that I admire a lot, a whole, 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 whole lot. Like I love her work. So I, you know, I was like, you know, me being me, hey, you need anything? Actually, I do. Can you help me? Blah, 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 blah. So I end up doing that and end up being one of like the like the greatest times of my life, like in recent history. <laughs> I got to help plan one of the coolest weddings I've ever attended. And then I'm not planned. Let me take that back. Execute. We'll say that. Execute. I by no means, ha- I just had a small little itty bitty teeny weeny park. But sometimes that's where you start at. That's what it looks like to start. And after talking with the coordinator and after talking with her, I learned so much. And then there was a gap that she had in her own business that Sheena was able to fill. So now I get to work a wedding with her next week or next month, actually. And I'm so excited, but it's closer and closer and closer to what I want to do. It's closer and closer and closer to me creating the network that cultivates the creativity of others so they can share their gifts and talents with the world. So it's amazing how saying yes to certain things will make just as much as an impact as saying no. So learn where to say yes and learn where to say no. And sometimes you got to say both to yourself. You got to do it scared. You, you got to do it afraid. Whether it be good or bad, it's easy to just do the shit you've been doing. But it's really hard to, to do the new things, to learn, to rip off the band-aid. But once you do that, you got a little, now you have experience behind it. So when you do it the next time and you've already done it, then you keep doing it and keep doing it. Cause you know, practice makes perfect. Yeah. When I'm not recording for tending to the badass mom cast, I am running my small business, Shimbala. Check out Sheenbala.com for some unique custom pieces that help express your uniqueness and beauty. We specialize in custom jewelry that express you as a person, as a friend, as a lover, as whatever you want to be expressed as. So check us out at Sheenbala.com and on all our social media pages, also at Sheenbala. And check us out on Thursday nights for Thursday Night Live on Facebook. So the rundown, consider everywhere that you are doing things, activities, fulfilling your schedule, fulfill, fulfilling, filling your time with things that don't align with your purpose. So number one, 
find your purpose find out what the hell you're supposed to be doing out here (laughs) what's your plan on earth here start there and then when you're planning you're making things you're doing things you're taking on tasks businesses make sure those things align with the purpose that you have here and if they don't say no to it and start saying yes to the things that do stop doing things empty be it relationships be it activities networking events all these things you need to be full um that's always going to be my exit always be full you cannot balance anything you cannot take on the weight of the world if you do not weigh just as much okay stop doing things empty period poop <laughs> stop doing things empty say yes to the things that encourage your plan the things that move you along in life and start saying no to the things that do not align with your purpose but you got to find your purpose you got to figure out what you're here for do it fast do it full say yes to things that are afraid or frightening or that you don't know if you're going to be successful at one yes makes all the difference if you say no you never know you know though I, I hate the saying like you miss the shots you don't take or whatever like obviously you're gonna miss them because you didn't take them but whatever whatever you know what I'm saying you never know what you know until you have to know it (laughs) until you have to execute it you don't know it until you execute it okay speaking of execution be sure to share the podcast I always tell you guys to follow but following is just like whatever share it talk about it talk to me about it has the podcast helped you anyway has it let you learn about me in any kind of way um has it given you any insight is there a certain topic you want me to cover do you guys want to see certain pictures on the instagram (laughs) do you want to hear from more people you want to be one of the people that we hear from Find me on social media at Tendin2, T-E-N-D-I-N, the number two, on Instagram and on Twitter. And I will talk to you guys in our next episode. We are almost at 10 episodes. This is episode five. Like, we're a whole hand worth of episodes. And y'all know I'm handsy, so I've got, like, the whole hand over here working like a parade wave. (laughs) So, yeah, follow us. um, Share join in on the conversations and I'll see y'all next time I won't I have a lot of stuff to talk about this week and now that I'm rolling we'll probably through a couple of episodes this week so I will talk to y'all in episode six bye